G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. To understand and point out that while God is sovereign, He absolutely is, it's equally important to understand that while God allows or permits evil to be done, He absolutely, categorically does not sanction evil. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. God's will is set and certain, and He's made His plans, in large part, known through His Word. But human beings are known for making some serious messes in their lives because they make choices and decisions that have consequences, sometimes good and sometimes not so good. In this program, we're going to learn about God's permissive will. Yeah, we've been looking at the will of God, which is a pretty big and broad subject. We hear all the time that God's got a plan for our lives and that he has a will for us. We want to be in the will of God. And that sounds fantastic, but what does it even mean? Uh, so if you want to look at you know, the will of God in a in big picture, yeah, God has a plan for all of humanity as a whole. He has a redemption plan. He has his will and purposes overall. But you can break that down into four categories, really, to sort of help get your brain around what the will of God is. So the four categories, and we're right in the middle of this at the moment, we've already covered the decretive will of God and the preceptive will of God in Mm -hmm. our last two programs. Today we're going to look at the permissive will, and then in the next program we're going to be looking at God's sovereign will, which, as you have said, it's very similar to the decretive will, but just maybe a little bit more complex. <laughs> so we'll leave it to last. <laughs> Greatest understatement of the planet, <laughs> that it's a little bit more complex. Um, it's a brain strain. But yeah, there are these four categories. God decrees something, you cannot change it, and he proves his divinity through his decretive will. And then there is his preceptive will, his rules, his standards, his precepts, his commandments. They are his will for us that he wants us to live by in our behavior and actions, our attitudes, our words, our morals, our ethics. In this program, we're going to look at his permissive will. And this is about what he permits his creation to do. Now, it's, it's actually really, really important to understand and point out that while God is sovereign, and he absolutely is, it's equally important to understand that while God allows or permits evil to be done, he absolutely categorically, emphatically does not sanction evil. So when a man or a woman commits acts of evil or sin, and we say that God permits it to happen, we're really saying that God doesn't directly intervene to prevent evil from happening. You kind of have to get that solid in your mind. Mm. God doesn't prevent it, and we kind of go, why? Because if, if he did intervene and he stopped that, that would mean that he would be basically taking away a person's choice to do something and therefore their accountability or responsibility for their sin and therefore he would be unjust in condemning humanity. Okay, So God doesn't intervene because we have to be accountable for what we do. He doesn't sanction evil even though he permits it. So right from the start of Genesis we see that man has free will 
And that's really what this is about, isn't it? We can freely choose good or bad, and God is going to, I guess, allow us to do that because otherwise we become like robots. Yeah, and that's why this is this can be almost conflicting with the idea of God's sovereign will because if God is sovereign, he has control and absolute authority over absolutely everything, even our choices. That is why the sovereign will of God is a brain strain. <laughs> we'll look at that next time. But God's permissive will is basically allowing human beings making their choices to either act or react according to God's word, rejecting it or accepting it, and then living with the consequences of those actions or reactions and being accountable for them. That's his permissive will. So there are a number of things that God has revealed that is his will for us, and, and they kind of come under the permissive will, although not exactly, again, because I'm, I'm thinking ahead to his sovereign will and the fact that God calls and ordains and has said that he has predestined some. Again, this is where it gets it can be a brain strain, but you kind of just have to say this is what God's word says, so we accept it, mm. even though it's difficult to get your head around. And one of those things is that God is wanting all men to be saved. There's a couple of verses that say that specifically. 1 Timothy 2, 3 to 4 says, This is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Mm. And then another great memory verse, 2 Peter 3 verse 9 says, The Lord isn't slow about his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. So it's like God is giving all men everywhere as much time and as much opportunity to respond to the gospel, to respond to him and come to saving faith, even though he is the one who gives us the faith to believe in the first place, Romans says. Even that faith is not of ourselves, it's of him. So God desires all men to be saved and some are going to reject and some will deny. And that choice that we make or that decision to reject or accept his truth, his gospel, makes us accountable, even though God is sovereign. I know that's really hard. God is sovereign. He determines all these things, but we're still accountable. And again, because I want to emphasize again, salvation is 100% a work of God. 100%. I need to emphasize that because people are going to say if we're rejecting or accepting, then we're in control of our salvation and therefore it's not a work of Christ. Mm. No, it's 100% a work of Christ. But listen to what Romans 1.20 says in regard to our accountability to God. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood through what he has made. That's a creation. So that they, that is human beings, are without excuse. Mm. You can see clearly God in all the natural world. How we accept and move to him or reject and walk away from him is our responsibility. Mm. It's really, really important. But the other thing that's really important about his permissive will is that through the process of the choices and decisions that we make and the directions we go, we are sanctified through those, whether they be good choices or bad choices. And just because something bad happens doesn't mean that we're not in the permissive will of God. And I guess this is where those day-to-day decisions come into the mix, isn't it? Where you've got decisions like a car to buy or a house or maybe who to marry, those sorts of decisions, those day-to-day things. How does that work within the permissive will of God? These are decisions you have to make. So my suggestion or um, I would say that the best course of action in this is that you you pray about it first, that you read the Bible for precedent, 
for what other people have done in their daily lives that are listed in the scripture, that we seek godly counsel from people that we know are trustworthy and are solidly godly people who have made good choices themselves, so mm. they know how to do that. And then you make an educated decision to do or not do something. Now, when you do that, you are in the permissive will of God because God is giving you or allowing you the freedom to do that. Now, in that process, there are consequences, favorable and unfavorable, good or bad, that you then have to live with. And through those consequences, God will establish you. That is the process of sanctification. You're going to mature. You're going to grow. You're going to stretch. You're going to learn a lesson or you're going to reap a reward. All of that goes to making and molding you into the person he wants you to be. So you're right there in the permissive will of God. If something goes bad, that doesn't mean, woe is me, I've fallen out of the will of God and I'm in trouble now. I've somehow got to scramble to get back into the will of God. You're right where he wants you to be. He knows the numbers of the hairs on your head. He, He says your days are numbered. He knows exactly. Nothing has shocked him in the decisions or the choices or the directions you've gone you're where you're supposed to be to learn what he wants you to learn. I see a picture of this like little round light with a person in it, and then they turn right or left, and suddenly they go into darkness. Like, oh, we stepped out of God's will. Mm. But that's not really what you're saying, no, is it? No. It's like the permissive will allows us to make decisions every day. Some you know day to day decisions, some big, significant, eternal decisions. Precisely. But they're all our choice and all within God's permissive will. Absolutely. And all of those circumstances was where we learn to trust God and go, God, what do I learn from this so that I never make a foolish mistake? Look, I always to say to my kids when they were little, the best way to learn a lesson is to learn from somebody else's mistake. Mm. But when do we ever learn that? We've got to make our own <laughs> mistakes. We learn in, and they say the best lesson learned is from a mistake. Mm. You learn never to do it again. Look, I want to finish with Romans 5 verses 3 to 5, where Paul was explaining about the fruit that comes from persevering through tribulation. Now, We're not talking about tribulation. We're just talking about living through the consequences of the day-to-day decisions that we make. But the, the principle is the same here. He says, We also exult in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance, and perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope. And hope doesn't disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. So when God permits us to go somewhere, do something, it's part of his permissive will as he's growing and changing us. And we have to learn to not get into a panic and think that suddenly I've strayed off the path. No, you haven't. You're where God wants you to be. But be humble enough to admit that you've made a good choice or a bad choice, learn from it, Hmm. and grow and mature through it. Next time on Foundations, we're going to wrap this series up and look at the one that Mandy's been dreading, the sovereign (laughs) will of God. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.